Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. Thanks for hitting the download button on the latest episode of the Membership Guys podcast. I'm your host, Mike Morrison, one half of the Membership Guys. And of course, this is the show where we talk about everything membership site and online course related. So on today's show, we're going to be talking about something which has become quite a big topic, quite a big talking point from people who are thinking about the community side of their membership site. And that is whether or not you should be using a private Facebook group for your membership site community rather than the more traditional forum based approach. This probably comes around because there's quite a lot of prominent figures in the online marketing industry who are mainly basing the community side of their membership product on Facebook. Uh, One big example of that is Digital Marketer, obviously headed up by Ryan Dice. Those guys have a huge Facebook community that consists of members of various different products that they have. So I think because obviously people see some of the bigger names doing this, they try to model what others are doing and assume it's the right way to go. And for a lot of people, their Facebook groups are certainly popular and they certainly prove to be quite a valuable addition to their membership product. And there's a lot of reasons why you might want to go for Facebook or you might feel that Facebook is a good place to position your community. After all, it's got a huge user base and people are already there. That tends to be the biggest argument, the biggest reason why membership site owners use for wanting to have their community on Facebook is the fact that their members are pretty much all guaranteed to already have Facebook accounts and to already use Facebook regularly in their day-to-day lives. So of course it makes sense to go where people are to make it more convenient for people to take part in your community because there's nothing worse than really building a large bit of your membership site, a large bit of your offering around having a community and having a forum and then for that forum or that community to just be a little bit dead or inactive. In a lot of cases, that can actually lead to you losing members if they think they're joining a thriving community. And if, you know, if you're positioning your offering as having a really big, really vibrant community, or, you know, if your forum is pretty much the flagship aspect of what you're offering, and then people get in there and see that it's a ghost town, then they're going to leave. It's not as much a big issue if your forum is just kind of one part of what you do. So you have a huge course library and you do live training and you do one-on-one or group coaching stuff and you also have a forum. Then people will be a little more forgiving if it's quieter. But if you're really kind of making your forum and making your community the star of the show, then it needs to be thriving. It needs a lot of people in there. So you can see why the thought process would be that if you have that community on Facebook, then that engagement and that participation is going to come naturally. And in a lot of cases, it does. Like anything, it takes a lot of hard work. A forum or a Facebook group, whichever way you go, maintaining and growing a community takes a lot of work and a lot of input from you as the figurehead within that business and within that offering. So surely Facebook makes that a little bit easier because the argument is that your users are already spending time on Facebook. So taking the party to them, so to speak, just makes sense. And I suppose that's true, but the way I see it is 
that thought process misses one big important thing. Yes, people will spend a lot of time on Facebook, but you really need to think about what are they spending that time doing? It's not enough that they're just there. What are they actually doing there? Now, in most cases, people will be there catching up with friends, checking out silly videos of cats. You know, they're they're hanging out. They're there on a casual basis. They're not there in learning mode or research mode or even work mode. You know, help most people will sit and go onto Facebook as a way of kind of skiving off, of breaking away from doing work. So there's maybe a little bit of incongruence there between positioning your community on Facebook, particularly if your membership site kind of revolves around the business side of things, it's helping people in their business, or it's a more serious topic then having a community that requires people to be in a certain frame of mind and to come in and participate with a certain mindset, putting that somewhere where people are more relaxed, where they're looking to waste time, where they're not really going to be in the right frame of mind or as engaged or locked into learning mode as they might be if they actually come to your website. So, you know, if someone joins an educational community, then when they visit your website, they are going there with their learning brain on. They are going there with the intention of discussing the topic that your community is built around, of engaging and learning and all that sort of stuff, which they're not necessarily going to have on Facebook because they don't go to Facebook to learn or to research or to engage with content in the way that you may want them to. So does putting your community somewhere that people go to waste time and to goof off really make sense? And again, that's not saying that it doesn't work for some people. And of course, you know, people like the digital marketer guys put a lot of time, a lot of work into making sure that their Facebook community works the way they want it to. But that's not to say it's going to be right for everybody. And it's certainly something to take into consideration if you're thinking that the Facebook group is kind of the obvious choice of where to place your community. There are also a bunch of other issues at play here. You're very limited in terms of how you can organize your Facebook group. There's no way of structuring different sections and stuff like that. You're kind of stuck with the one approach or the one sort of format that Facebook have. And that makes keeping track of things, searching topics, particularly with Facebook's pretty weak search tool that it has for groups. It makes things like that, which ordinarily would just be as standard far easier on a traditional forum setup. It just makes all things a lot more difficult. But the biggest overall issue that is the same for everybody is that you don't control Facebook. Facebook doesn't belong to you. You have no way of controlling what goes on in your group other than to be able to, you know, pin posts or block members and stuff like that. You can't have it so that people's memberships are connected to access to your group. So that means that you're going to have to have a manual process in place whereby you check for new members, you manually approve people joining your group. And of course, you're requiring your users to take that step of joining your group, of leaving your website, going to Facebook, putting in a request to join your group, and then waiting for you to manually check it. And then every month, if you're billing people monthly, you're then going to check your records, see who has stopped their membership, 
see whether there's anybody you need to pull access from your group because of course you don't want people who have left your membership site to continue to have access to your group so you're going to have to check all this stuff pretty much every single month to make sure that only paid members can access your your private facebook group so that adds a quite a bit of extra overhead particularly when you consider that one of the big draws of a membership site is that it takes care of all this kind of stuff for you automatically. You know, someone comes along, they like what you're offering, they click a button, their subscription gets set up, their payments come automatically. If they cancel, their access to your site is automatically pulled. If they continue on, then obviously the access continues on. If they take an upgrade, then the access gets upgraded. All this stuff happens automatically with your membership plugin and you know with the traditional workings of a normal membership site so by putting your community over on facebook and kind of taking it out of your ecosystem you lose the ability to do that and you're kind of almost taking two or three steps backwards in terms of kind of going towards that passive income that holy grail of uh, you know being able to step back and let your business operate itself at least for the moment mundane tasks so that's one big area in which you're losing control in which you know you can't just hook up your Facebook group to automatically integrate with your membership system. You just can't do that because you don't have access to anything on the back end of Facebook. And probably one of the biggest problems with this lack of control is that you are totally subject to the whims of Facebook. It's amazing when I see in various different conversations you'll have people extolling the virtues of having your your private membership community on Facebook, but then they're also making posts complaining that Facebook closed down their advertising accounts or Facebook banned an ad or blocked an ad and they can't understand why. And people don't seem to connect the dots between the two of saying that actually when it comes to advertising on Facebook and all the different rules and all the different regulations they have and you know, the the regularity with which you see stories of people kind of having the rug pulled out from under them without explanation, and then they can't get onto Facebook and how it's affecting their business and all that sort of stuff. Well, just think of that. If you have a thriving, successful membership product and you have thousands of members taking part in your private Facebook community group, and then out of nowhere, Facebook decide they're getting rid of groups. Now, you might think that's a bit alarmist, but if you've been on Facebook a long time, if you've been tracking Facebook over the years, it's actually not too ludicrous to think that they may just decide we're not going to have groups anymore or we're going to totally change how groups work. They've done this numerous times with major features of the site. They've just completely changed how they operate. So what would happen if you had a group of 5,000 members in your Facebook group and that community was your big selling point. And then all of a sudden, you read in your news feeds that Facebook are getting rid of groups. You're kind of screwed because you can't extract any details about your members from Facebook. You can't just kind of, you know, if you've got, for example, if you want to move your website from one hosting company to another, you can do that and everything can remain intact. If you want to move all of your blog content from one WordPress site over to another, you can do that and pretty much everything remains intact. 
But if you want to move your Facebook group over into a private forum, it's not going to be quite that easy. And it really comes down to the question of, do you really want to have something that potentially could be one of the biggest business assets that you have if your community is a centerpiece to your overall membership product? How comfortable do you feel putting that asset and putting total control, because that is what Facebook have, they have absolute 100% total final control over their groups. Are you comfortable with surrendering your own control of your business asset over to what is essentially a faceless organization? If something was to go wrong with your group, do you know who you'd pick up the phone to? Because I'm pretty sure Mark Zuckerberg isn't publishing his phone number anywhere. So if something went wrong, would you know who to speak to? Do you feel confident you'd be able to sort that problem out and get Facebook to fix any issues that you have or to reinstate a closed group or to fix an issue where a paying member of your site has been blocked from your group or banned from your group. There's so many aspects that are out of your control. So again, if your community is just a small part of what you're offering, if it's kind of just supplementary, for example, it may just exist so that you can update people about what's going on and you can organize webinars or organize you know live events that you're doing, then fine. A private Facebook group is probably perfect for what you need because that sort of thing's not going to really damage your business if it were to get taken away. But if your community is a big part of what you're doing, then you need to make sure that it's under your control. And so having a more traditional forum-based setup is all around safer and actually you can do a heck of a lot more with it. So yes, of course, you don't have the benefit that Facebook brings in that people already have their accounts, they're already on their site and stuff like that. But that's almost a lazy way of looking at it. You know, if you put the work into your community, if you are working on member engagement and member communication, then getting people to actually come and take part in your on-site community, in your forum, won't be as much of a challenge. And overall, if your community is flat and boring and nothing's going on, it doesn't matter if it's on Facebook or if it's on a forum because nobody's going to engage with it either way. Now, running your own forum on your own site isn't without its own challenges. I don't want to make it seem like it's anywhere near as easy as just setting up a Facebook group. If your membership site is WordPress-based and all your membership plugin and all that sort of stuff is based on WordPress, then WordPress doesn't tend to play nicely with kind of third-party or standalone forum software. So I'm talking about the likes of Zenforo, Envision Board, or vBulletin. WordPress doesn't tend to sync up with them in the way that you might want them to uh, from a membership and a member experience point of view. So if you're WordPress-based, chances are you'll need to use something like BBPress, which is a WordPress-friendly forum plugin. BBPress is a totally solid forum platform. It's pretty basic. There's nowhere near as many bells and whistles as you're going to get with something like Zenforo or IPboard, but it does the job. And you can hook it up with stuff like BuddyPress to add in more of a social element so all of your members get profiles and you can get instant messaging and you know likes on posts and all that sort of stuff. But if you're not WordPress based, you know, there's always the option of going with having your membership completely forum based, in which case something like Zenforo or IP board would actually be a great solution. But overall, 
The main message is get control of your community if your community is important to your membership site. Every day you have your biggest asset or huge asset if that's what your community is in the scope of your membership site. Every day you have that in somebody else's hands, you are, without wanting to sound too alarmist, putting it at risk. It's as simple as that. There are some of the kind of fringe solutions that people are using that may actually work well for you if you don't want to go with the Facebook route, but you feel maybe your community isn't a big enough part of what you're doing to spend the time and make the investment in having an on-site forum set up. A lot more people are using Slack, which is kind of a team communication platform. A lot of people are starting to use that to sort of run essentially an alternative to a Facebook group. Now, you still have some of the issues that you would have with a Facebook group. Of course, the amount of control you have over it's limited. And again, you're building the house on someone else's property. But they're far less volatile than the likes of Facebook. And you have a lot more options for actually the control and the moderation of Slack groups than you would do on Facebook. So if a on-site forum is completely out of the question, either because technically it's too much to be setting up or just because the community side of what you're doing isn't so important as to have its own on-site option, then Slack is a great alternative to Facebook groups that are proving more and more popular. Again, you don't have the benefit of the fact that, oh, well, people are already on Facebook and all that sort of stuff. But going back to what I was saying earlier on the episode, yes, people are on Facebook. Yes, they're spending time there. But you have to really question the nature of the time they spend there, the nature of the activity that they're doing as to whether that is really conducive to what you're trying to achieve and how you're trying to get them to engage with your membership site. Because if you think about it, if you try going down to the pub and giving a business presentation while everyone's there and chatting and drinking with their mates, It's not really going to work. That's essentially what you're doing by trying to kind of conduct your business and have your private membership group on Facebook. You're going into people's social world. You're going into the place that people go to let off steam to chill out and you're trying to get them to take something seriously. So that's just some food for thought anyway when it comes to whether Facebook groups really are the way to go uh, for your membership community. And hopefully it's given you a little bit to chew on Uh, if you're kind of in that process of deciding which option's best for you. So that's the lot for today's show. I have promised repeatedly that we'll be keeping these bite-sized. So uh, we'll wrap it up there. Thanks very much for tuning in. Hopefully you found it useful and I'll catch you again on another episode of the Membership Guys podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, we'd like to invite you to download our free Membership Success Toolkit. Simply go to www.themembershipguys.com forward slash toolkit to download it today and you'll get access to our membership site plugin comparison chart, our membership site planning guide and access to our private Facebook mastermind group which has numerous membership site experts and owners sharing advice and discussing all things membership sites around the clock. So that's www.themembershipguys.com slash toolkit to download your free resources today.